squishied it. Hello, squishies. Hello, squishies. Welcome to the Squishcast. I am Unviv. And I am Andrew. Now, Viv, we've got no funny introduction today because we've got some very serious topics. We just want to say you are the energy you put into the world. We like a lot of things and we like to share that. We don't like everything and we share that too. And that's okay. It's okay not to like things. But just shrug it off. Go do something else. Play another game. Find something you love and celebrate that. There's a lot of truly, genuinely, life-changingly awful things in this world. Video games are meant to be fun. Don't be a dick. If you'd like a copy of today's lecture, send a stamped address envelope to Squishy Say, Don't Be a Dick. Number 43, this address isn't real, just a joke, Shire, England. Hello, Viv. Hello, Andrew. There's only one question on everybody's lips. What have you been playing, Viv? Uh, what have I been playing? So I, uh, it's been a while since I played as many games as I did, uh, as I did, you know, like last time we uh, put out an episode. Uh, and I actually uh, started another game. I haven't finished it uh, yet because um, I had to stop <laughs> to give myself a break. But I have picked up something that we tend to play only at Christmas, which is some Resident Evil. So I finally started the remake of Resident Evil 3. Ooh. Yeah, um, I just really had the craving for it after watching um, all of those Resident Evil announcements of the DLC and all of that, and I really and wanted to, some in my life. And this is the PS5 version, isn't it? This is the PS5 version, yeah. It looks beautiful, it's very, very smooth, and there is some um, really great ray tracing in it, and some haptics as well, which I'm mm. really enjoying. So there's uh, some of the guns have that resistance in the trigger, um, I am yet to figure out if there are more because I was so terrified at some point that I don't think I was paying attention to anything. I assumed there might be some haptics when Nemi is chasing me, but I was pretty much screaming at my TV. I I haven't gone back to it yet because uh, I've also been away. But, uh, but yes, PS5 version, ray tracing, some haptics as well, and... Um, I feel like I did pretty well, actually, because when I watched you play it some some moons ago... <laughs> Sorry, I, I already feel slighted by your comedy no, statement and no, you haven't no. finished it. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've done pretty well because I watched you play it. No, when I watched you play it, I feel like we, I feel like we cleared as much as we could, but obviously because it was the first time we were seeing any of it, Nemi was chasing us pretty quickly. It's not, it's not as you know, easy, uh, I'm doing air quotes for this, as Resi 2 remake, where you can do quite a lot before you can trigger Mr. X. Nemi comes in quite quickly, but I feel like because I watched you play it and I knew where I could look for some of the things that I needed, I cleared that beginning map um, a lot more than we did when you were playing it, Andrew, before okay. Nemi then started chasing me. However, it made... No fucking difference. <laughs> because I cleared it and then I triggered Nemi and I knew exactly when he was going to be triggered because, you know, there's that stupid wall uh -huh. where you're like, oh, that, looks, that wall looks really clean. That looks like something that's going to break <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on my way back. And it did. And I panicked. 
uh, I didn't have as co- as much confidence as I did when you know dodging Mr. X, which I, I found easier for some reason. And then he was really scary to me, and I t- it, I lost all of my health that I had collected up to that point. I maybe have like one left trying to get away from Nemi and into a save room so that I could stop playing. <laughs> um, but um, yes, but I have gone back to it. Oh my gosh, I've missed it. As as terrifying as it is, um, I've missed playing some Resi. Um, it's f- so good. I've missed the puzzles. I've even missed the terror, to be honest, even <laughs> though this one is a little bit special. Um and it's and I'm so glad that I waited for the PS5 upgrade as well because it's um it's very smooth, nice. it's very very smooth and I have uh, taken a couple of pictures of this beautiful ray tracing, uh, which I will share on the Discord, uh, maybe on socials as well if the screenshot is good enough. Uh, but yeah, there's some really great uh, stuff in there, and uh, I'm really happy to be playing as a lady again. Because um, you get to play as Jill, so I'm really happy to be playing as uh, a lady again and kicking butt or not, you know, just trying to make it through. Really, just trying to survive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I won't say too much about it because we hammer on about it so much. But I'm finally playing Resident Evil Three. Uh, I've played two over Christmas, and now three, and I'm just getting ready for all these all these amazing things that are about to come out. I'm ready. Yeah. I want to keep my momentum going. Yeah. You have reminded me, though, I do need to install the PS5 versions of yep. 2, 3, and 7. Yeah. Um, so that I can just get a bunch of free trophies. You get three free trophies? Yeah. Just oh, tell me I, more. If I, well, if I had the plat for them, I would just be able to replat them, but I don't. But, uh, but Karina does, so she'll be able to install the PS5 versions and just get a bunch of free plats. Is it one of those where you get to open the game and just sit there while all the trophies pop again? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But then I don't have that many for the uh, for two and three because it's really it's a survival thing, isn't it? Yeah, games are hard. <laughs> yeah, some crazy but, trophies you know. in those games as well. Yeah, but you know, it's it's enough. Uh, although um, we did, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on socials that the um, PS Plus version of uh, Resident Evil Seven does not upgrade to the PS Five. No, it doesn't. Version. I was uh, yeah, it's very cheeky, and I was very sad to um, discover that I don't get that because I only got that via um, PlayStation Plus um, when I bought my PS Five. But you know, what a shame! I'm going to have to buy the disc. I know, oh. just for the collection. Yeah, I mean, I might just—I don't actually have any Resident Evil games other than Village in Ooh. a physical format. That's so not true. That is not true. Oh, am I lying? Oh, that's Please. that is a lie. I've now have Revelations, don't I? Because you gave it to me. Revelations two. Revelations two, yeah. Um, but yeah, but other than those two, I don't have, um, I don't have any other ones. But uh, it might be a thing that I need to start doing. Uh, actually, a thing that I need to start doing either now or wait until everything comes out because prices are going to go back up, aren't they? And CX and stuff because it'll be in demand. Yeah. But yes, Resident Evil three recommend if you like a little bit of horror with your puzzles Uh, really a lot of fun and um and terrifying get ready for pan changing every 20 minutes yeah i found that one very stressful very very stressful more stressful than mr x i feel like mr x was piece of piss compared to nemi yeah nemi's really you know calm down dude i also this is also one of my favorite memories from when we were on stream because we played this on stream 
and uh, Andrew and I were just really cocky uh, about um, being able to avoid it. Or was that two? It was two it when was we did two, when the we second did the, run through. When we did the clear B uh, run, yeah, on yeah. Um, but yeah, we just uh, prematurely received. A presence of Mr. X. Yeah. Oh, he won't show up oh, on the stream. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's it, that reaction is the same one I we had with Resi Three though. Yeah. Like, oh, I hope that we have. A, oh, nope, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I I did lose all my health. He was slapping me down. I could barely get up. You know, I could barely get up. He was really he's really doing a number on me. Yeah. Um, I was, I and then every time he hit me, I just got more and more terrified, so I could do less and less every time. <laughs> Yeah, I so. thought if if anything, I taught you from my playthrough. It's just run away. I was trying. I I could like I I think I panicked. I I just couldn't get around. <laughs> I was like, I can see his hand coming, and my fingers won't move fast enough because I was I was just sweating. Um, yeah, but you know, so I'm hoping that uh, after now that I've had a little break, that I can just go back. And if I'm feeling a little bit stressed, I will do what I always do with Resi games. If I'm finding it difficult to get past a bit, which is I will just turn the volume down. Okay. Because sound, I'm very uh, susceptible to sound and it really amps me up. So if I turn the sound down, I will, s I will calm down. Okay. So just so I can get through that bit and then I can turn it back up again. Um, so that's that's my coping mechanism, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. But, yeah, um, ignore it. That's yeah, that will work. Yeah, exactly. Ignore it. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. totally fine. Tell me, Andrew. Yes. What have you been playing? Technically, I've played three games, uh, but yeah. one of them, one of them is um, a, a terrible game, um, and we shall talk about that much later in the year when uh, we return to me talking about terrible games that I've played. So <laughs> Amazing. Maybe I will join you for that one. Are you going to play a terrible game, Viv? It's possible. Oh. It's possible. Oh. I don't know why I made that noise. Cut that, cut <laughs> that out, you. me. Um. So the the two good games that I've played, because uh, I'm still on this kind of short game binge at the moment. Yeah, fair. Because um, a lot of forty plus hour games, and I'm like, I just want to play a bunch of eight to maybe eleven hour games. Yeah. So I feel like I'm getting through stuff. So I played a game called Draugen okay. uh, by Red Thread Games, who the CEO big boss of that um, was the guy that created The Longest Journey, a point-and-click adventure from a long time ago that I have failed to complete three times now. Uh. And I, I don't know what I... like. I think... Because I had the disc version when it originally came out for PC, and I think I didn't finish it before I switched over to being a Mac. It might have been either when I went to university or at the point at university when I switched to using a Mac because that's what I was training on at university for editing so i might just never have gone back to my pc and never finished it then i had a copy on my phone oh was it the ipad it was either ipad or iphone i had a copy on that and started on that and i didn't, didn't finish that version and then i tried to install a copy of it onto my mac um because it's not a native mac app yeah. uh, but all the colors were weird and stuff because it wasn't designed for it so it looked a bit wonk um, but it's, I mean, it's dumb because I've never finished the first game. I own the second game and I <laughs> did the Kickstarter for the third. So I got wow, a, wow, Andrew. Yeah. Um, so I got a free, a free copy of the third one. And then, uh, I think it might've been a PS plus game at some point. So I have it on PS4 as well. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really, really far behind. 
Uh, but I like those guys. Like I, I like their games and stuff. So um, I hadn't, I didn't know about Draugen until very recently. So I'd been thinking about them because I was reminded that they'd announced a game, Red Thread had re announced a game called Dustborn that looked really good and I was very excited about. And I was like, oh shit, have I missed that? Uh, so I went and had a look, and it's still, as far as I can see, dated for last year, and there's not really a lot of updates about what's going on with it. I hope it'll come out at some point. But then I saw that they'd released a game in 2019 called Dragon. I was like, oh, I, I, that somehow completely went by me. And it was on it was on sale at the time, so I was like, even... Well, it's a sign. Yeah, so I picked that up. It's a... I guess it's a point-and-click adventure, but it's from the first person, and you arrive in a small Norwegian fishing village. Uh, it's you, Edward, and uh, you're with a teenage girl called Alice, and the, everyone's missing from the village. There's nobody there. And it basically, it's as much as I hate the term... The industry has yet to come up with a better term for the type of games than a walking simulator. It's a bit like that, but with a little more to do than just wander around and be aware of things happening. Like, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a bit where you have to break into a uh, into a shop and little bits and pieces. So there's a there's a bit more involvement in that, but a lot of it is just being in the world, finding books or letters or things like that, and trying to piece together with the characters what has happened to this town and why everyone's vanished. Yeah, you had the misfortune of joining me for a little bit of it and then having a massive spoiler thrust upon you. Mm, yeah. Apologies if you ever played the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've paid any attention to me talking about the games that I like uh, in the past, this is exactly the sort of game that I like. Yeah. Um, the kind of story-driven, small thing where you're sort of discovering the stories you go along. Um yeah, I, I really liked it. I really liked Dragon. Yeah, and it, uh, the little bit I joined for as well, like it was um, a really good looking game, actually, mm, as well. It really is. Yeah, it was a good looking game. And um, you'd compared it to uh, another game that I played and sort of enjoyed, but wasn't really my thing, um, which was uh, Everybody's Gone Back to the Rapture. Yeah. Uh, which was not my thing for the simple reason that. You walk so slowly yeah. that for you to, ex like the way I like to play, I like to explore the world and really that's what that game is. But they don't allow you to walk any faster than like a like someone who's like 90. It, so, it is a bit of an amble, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it just takes, looking down somewhere, if it's something looks really far, I would often pick one, you know, one path or the other and then not quite have to not explore everything, which I feel like is a shame. But you kind of compared it to that, except you could walk faster and there was actually more interaction with the world. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there were people to speak to and things like that uh, and uh, puzzles uh, to solve. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, but yeah, similar kind of. They're both um, very good looking. Uh, I mean, narratively completely different, but if anyone's played Edith Finch, um, yeah. it, it's uh, quite a similar style. I'm to, yet to, to that, play that, you know. Oh, I can't wait for you to play because that. Because I own it, because I bought it on sale once because you told me it was very good. It's very good. Mm. Uh, so that's one of the games I've been playing. Uh, and the other one, I'm still on my going back and playing a lot of old PS3 games. I'm playing X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. The, the movie tie-in video game that's, that's better than the movie. It's just 
It just is. Um, um, tell me more. I mean, the CGI for the um, for the claws is obviously worse than the movie, but at the same time, is better than the movie because the movie's CGI claws were hideous. <laughs> just, just, just awful. And it's violent. Like Wolverine is just lopping arms and heads off all over the place. Um, yeah, when we were talking about it the other day, I'd uh, you said that you'd maybe would have liked a little bit more of the uh, violence or the fighting in the movie. Yeah. And I said uh, yes to that as long as it has the same kind of sound design as the latest Batman. Because that was... I was very happy about that yeah. <laughs> when we watched it in the cinema. That was some very sexy sound design. The Wolverine game feels a bit like a combination of one of the Batman Arkham games. Yep. And a bit like Uncharted, but not as good as either of those two individually. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as that. I, I mean, I when I started playing it, I was, I, I said to some friends that um, I was enjoying the game, but it's not as good as the Deadpool game. So if you if you Fair. want to put it on some sort of rank somewhere, it's not quite as good as the Deadpool game, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. I think I've got, I think I've got one chapter left of the game, the game now. Yeah, there's little bits and pieces. Um, the last uh, level that I did was leading up to the boss fight with Gambit, and it took place in New Orleans and uh, predominantly around a building site. And uh, the game has uh, environmental takedowns. So if you're in the jungle, like there's spikes and stuff, so you can throw people at the spikes. Uh, if you're in, in more urban environments, like there's electronic things on the walls. On this building site, there are cement mixers. So that's an environmental takedown. So you can grab grab an idiot and throw them into a cement mixer, that's so which good. which I found very funny. But also, one of uh, Wolverine's combat abilities is he can just pick people up and throw them around. So because this was on a building site and you're getting higher and higher and higher because you have to get to the top to reach Gambit, and there were a lot of enemies, I just found it was easy just to run up to people, grab them, and then throw them off the building. Yeah, no um, more fighting necessary. They're yeah, just gone. Because that dealt with it very quickly. So I just now I you're just, here. Now you're not. Yeah, I just did that all the way up to um, to when I got to Gambit. So yeah, it's um, it's all right. It's all right. If you can yeah. pick up a second-hand copy for cheaps. Yeah, you, this is the and thing. And you like Hugh Jackman? He's he's <laughs> Jackman. Does he, he voice it? Yeah, he does. Oh, he does great. Wolverine. Yeah, Amazing. and um and um, dot i dot am. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, voices so, his character from the movie as well. I love that you said it that way. Not where I am. You had all the dots in. <laughs> Very fair. Oh, that's good. I think this is the thing I am appreciating, especially now having the backwards compatible PS3. Is um, I'm really loving CX right now. Yeah. You know, just being able to go in there and go from the. Uh, PS1 shelf to the PS2 to the PS3 PS4 PS4 like there's nothing there's the world is my oyster yeah um so yeah. now you now you understand why my shelf became full of PS3 uh, games don't you it's, yeah you get it's it out of hand yeah um okay. like so much so that I mean uh, you know the at the time of recording um we Andrew uh came to my house the, the night before the recording and um I had looked at my shelf and <laughs> you were just like yeah it's getting out of hand because I no longer have enough space, and there is another shelf that I have, but it's full of 360 games. Yeah. Um. So it's just uh really, I need to do something about that soon. But you know that's the beauty of having these things is that you can 
you can just play all of these um all these older games that you might not have otherwise played yeah and as long as uh, sony doesn't carry through with its plan to shut down the ps3 store and get rid of all of the digital only games as long as you can buy a physical copy you're good yeah and is that what we've been playing and that's what we've been playing Andrew. Wait, before you carry on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring up something that uh, that I think you'll find lovely. Because you know how much you love EA. Oh, yay. So um, yesterday at the time of recording, EA done a tweet. Uh, are, you, are you aware of the current shitty trend of there are 10 buts thing on, on social media? Uh, I'm not, no. Oh, so people are just doing, there are 10, but, and then this some arbitrary thing that's hilarious that makes them not a, a perfect person. You know what I mean? Uh, sort it's, of, it's, yeah. It's very funny. Okay. I will give you an hilarious example okay. that EA have provided us as to how wonderful this trend is. Okay. EA tweeted, there are 10, but they only like playing single-player games. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. You can get in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, just misjudged on every every level there. Every single level, yeah. Um, I mean, imagine being one of the companies that's making a single-player game for EA. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, oh. So, oh, good to know. Thanks, business dad. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, well. Well then, uh, thank uh, you uh, for that. That's all right. Anyway, what was the script? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that we've got a wild discussion today, haven't we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> Stop laughing. It's a serious topic. <laughs> so it's a very serious topic. Very serious, very serious. Would you like to set the scene as to how serious this topic is? I would love to. Uh, so we did some research, and uh, by we, I mean Andrew, uh, and found some of the most offensive gaming adverts that have ever been produced. Yes, I did do that. The ad agencies and companies <laughs> should be proper ashamed of themselves for these atrocities. Don't laugh because I <laughs> fucked that up twice before this version made it into the, into the recording. Shush now, Viv. Wait. Carry on, we're professional. There have been some weird adverts over the years. The PlayStation ones in particular, directed by David Lynch. I think for the PS3, I think they were. They were pretty weird. And the original Xbox one showing a baby being born and launched at velocity out of the womb, growing old as it hurtles through the air before crashing into a grave as an old man with the slogan, Life is too short, was controversial at the time. But we are going to go deeper and darker than that. These are appalling. We will also add a content warning for this, including uh, sexism, homophobia, violence against women and racism. I, th I sadly think that does cover all of them, doesn't it, Viv? And other prejudices, I will yeah, add, because yeah. I'm sure there are uh, things in there that um, may even miss, miss us. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. This, is your, this is your content warning. Yeah. Uh, with some trepidation, should we get through this? Let's, let's. Okay. Uh, so this one, it uh, should say before we um, mm -hmm. start that we uh, probably won't be posting these on social media. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but uh, maybe uh, we can probably put them on Discord with a content warning. Yeah, we'll hide so, them somewhere. Uh, yeah, no, not on social media, but uh, we can we will post this on our Discord with a content warning, so you do not have to look at it uh, or accidentally see it if you're scrolling through our channel. Uh, so uh, this one in particular we're looking at was a print advert for uh, Rayman 3, uh, which came out in 2003 for GameCube, PS2, Xbox, and PC. And what I'm looking at is a urinal, <laughs> which I feel like should not be a game advert. Yeah, how many? There own. are s six of them. There are six urinals. Uh, there are four uh, very similarly looking white men with black hair in white shirts and black trousers, uh, like suity type trousers. I'm going to say that it's only just now that uh, we're uh, discussing this that I've realised they're not the same man. <laughs> yes, they're not the same man. They are very, uh, very... Uh, they, are not, they are not clearly different people. <laughs> they are not clearly different people, yeah. Uh, and then you have what I assume is the Rayman character, because I don't know the game. Oh, um, yes. In one of the rhinos between two men that are looking at it and it's kind of it's facing the urinal and it, as if it's about to pee holding something <laughs> i'm gonna say something because i'm not sure what cartoon characters have and then looking back at us very creepily um like they're doing something weird well i mean all the men are looking at rayman's crotch fantastic with sort of looks of shock on their face indeed and uh, just underneath uh, rayman it says no arms, no legs, huge features, which is just fucking. I don't understand. Uh, and then on the blurb on the right, it says uh, whip out all new powers and gear, like the heavy metal fist and lockjaw. I have no words. <laughs> I have no words because I I saw this image, but I actually didn't see the quote. Oh. Um. Just, just, um, I mean, what can I say about that, Andrew? <laughs> Other than this is not a video game advert that is appropriate, or like it's not even good. It took no, no effort and no, um, ugh, vile. Yeah. I have nothing to say about that. That's just no, offensive, really. offensive <coughs> to, I don't really understand. No, I've got m no, nothing really to add to that, except that this is the tamest of our adverts. Yes, it is indeed. It's, it is, um, quite sadly the tamest um anyway i mean it's just it's just weird because like the game's called rayman 3 hoodlum havoc but why not why not try and build something around what the game's about like uh, one of the ratchet and clanks called up your arsenal right which you know maybe maybe it's less funny now but it's like it was one of those puns we see it in yeah. uh like trophies all the time yeah you know, like uh, they'll do some some sort of fun funny pun, uh, and then you're like, oh, ha ha, that's meant to say something else, and you know, and I get it. Uh, this, I mean, this is yeah, that, just not yeah, that's yeah, you're right. That's that's a, a play on words. Move on, where this is this is their entire entire thing. Yeah, uh, not, it, yeah, it, which is not the game. Uh, yeah. like there's some I mean, sort I of images. I mean, I I some of the images, some images on the side, and it, it doesn't seem like. That sort of game, but I mean, I don't. I've not played it, and I don't know about any of the content. No. Um, but uh, either way, it's really inappropriate. Like, just really, I like. I'm trying to think about the sort of people you're attracting with this kind of advert. 
Um, and is that really the sort of person that you want playing a game you've put a lot of time, effort and money into? Probably not. I mean, 2003, it's probably drunk university students, isn't it? Very fair, very fair. And it explains a lot. Yeah. Right, anyway. Uh, would you like to bring us our next... Yes, this ad. next one is also a print advert uh, for the 1999... Sega Dreamcast game Virtua Tennis and uh, this is uh, the advert is a double page spread set in a locker room, a tennis locker room obviously because Virtua Tennis um, in the centre of the image is a bench uh, on the right of it is a man sitting down in his tennis gear talking to an old man standing up with a tennis racket on the left of the bench is a naked man, uh, and uh, you are just uh, just unable to see uh, his penis because of the way he's angled. Uh, to the left of him is another naked man whose butt cheek we are seeing, and it's being scratched. Uh, there is some sort of towel man, I was going to say towel boy, but he's an old man, uh, behind them looking a bit disapprovingly. And on the right of the image is uh, a large naked man. Uh, whose uh, penis we can't see because of images of the game. And Which is tennis, if anyone hasn't yeah. quite caught on. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, their, their catchy slogan for their virtual tennis game is tennis without the uncomfortable locker room moments. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so there's uh, there's also a little bit of blurb in the, in the corner that uh, reads... Virtua Tennis keeps everything you love about tennis and tosses out everything you don't. All the serves, smashes and volleys, none of the country clubs, v-neck sweaters and physical exertion. I mean, I'm trying to think about me picking up a magazine mm -hmm. as a woman um, and because I want to know what's coming out and then opening a page and seeing this. Uh, and considering that, again, I mean, it's all very, uh, very weird and inappropriate because why are there naked people in a game for tennis? I don't understand. Like, I understand the concept, but it no. Um, but I'm just trying to think of, like, opening a, a magazine and having to, uh, like, see this. Like, I did not consent to seeing this when <laughs> I'm looking for games. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. like, I just want to buy a game. Why are you offending me um, and offending your own people and respectable men everywhere by yeah. putting this out there as if all men behave like this men are so scared of seeing penises that they'd rather stop going to their tennis club and just play, yeah, play tennis on the dreamcast w way to reinforce toxic masculinity yeah virtual tennis yeah it's it's very weird um it's also weird because um that man's face in the back looks very inquisitive for the f for this photo. Um, he looks like he's looking at the man with the, whose buttocks are being scratched. It's, the whole thing is just weird. Yeah. Um, it's really very strange um, and quite offensive. I mean, we're not sports game people, like video game sports uh, people, um, so I wouldn't never buy this game anyway, but just imagine if you were. Yeah. Oh, I really want a new a new sports game. Um, I'm really feeding something new. What's out? Oh, oh, look. Yeah, 
Is there one with lots of interesting features that make it feel more real to tennis than the last generation? Or is there one where my fear of the penis is reinforced? Hmm, which advert do I want? Yep. Dumb old dumb yep. dumbers. Yeah, I, I really, uh, you know, we're kind of giving a physical description of these images, but really, like, when you're looking at them, is it will tell you everything that you need to know <laughs> Yeah. Uh, without even reading any of the copy. Um, if you just see the image and read the tagline, it's, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to remove that from my screen now. Well, it, I mean, as you scroll down, it doesn't get any better, does it? It doesn't. It really does. I think it just gets worse. Yes. Um, so the next one is a, a print advert for the PlayStation Vita. Shame on you, PlayStation. Um, and what, <laughs> what I'm looking at, I want you all to imagine a woman, a white woman, that has a strapless dress on. Um, and this woman is in the image is facing towards the right. And she has breasts both in front and the back. So the front of her body is essentially mirrored so that um, she's got boobs on both sides. So this dress is strapless and there are boobs on both sides. And um, the tagline says, touch both sides for added enjoyment. Fucking hell, Sony. Uh, which I assume is in reference to the fact that they in the Vita they have... Uh, two, what are they called? Touchscreens, yeah. The, they've got touchscreen on the front and they've yeah. got a back panel touchscreen as well. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm assuming it's in reference to that. Really poorly made, really yeah. unimaginative. I mean, this does seem a bit assaulty, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, with, I don't know when this came out, but... Um, no, I mean, the, the Vita was so short-lived. It's probably around 2012, 2013, I would guess. I, I, couldn't, f I couldn't find an actual date for this one. I mean, I, I, I wonder if it was this advert that killed the Vita, to be honest with you, because it's it's the sort of advert that um, is, is like, like horrendously offensive because I don't really understand why you would... Uh, this, this looks like the sort of thing that people create for, like, really intense... Um, Sex fantasies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're not wrong with it, maybe damaging the sales of the Vita. Because um, we talk about this quite often, that there are certain people, um, mostly like me, a little like you, that are naturally interested in certain things. So there are people that would have been interested in the PS Vita regardless and would have probably bought it regardless. So what you need to do is sell your toy to people that aren't inherently interested in what it is. Yeah, the audience that don't, yeah. Yeah, that don't know what it is. This does not do that. This is this makes it seem like some sort of assault uh, device. Whereas what you need to do is be like, hey, look at all these exciting fucking games that we've got and you can play them anywhere. Woo! Look, you can play Uncharted wherever you are. Yay! Be a mass murderer everywhere. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, they've gone with, um, wouldn't women be better if they had boobs everywhere? Yeah, and uh, uh, wouldn't wouldn't everything be better if you can just use a woman's body to, yeah. uh, you know, without her consent? Yeah. What the hell is this image? I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it does, it, it really, it's really damaging to new audiences and also, like, no care for their female identifying audience because 
you're trying to make games better and more accessible, but you're you're only catering to one demographic. Always. It's always the main demographic is always the like the shitty the shitty gaming people that give the rest of us a bad rep. Yeah. That tend to be the people that get their adverts made first. Anyway. Shitty offensive uh can fuck off to hell. Because it's it's really bad. Um, moving on. Uh, this is another print ad, uh, and it's for a 3D accelerator card. I don't know exactly when. I would guess probably in the probably in the 90s. I had a 3DFX Voodoo in the 90s. That's so probably around that time. Um, and another example of people just assuming, or ad people just assuming, that only lonely men like things and never advertising things properly to anyone that would like something so uh it is uh against an orange background is a an old crt square television the blue background a white text on the screen and the text on the screen reads there are two kinds of gamers in this world the ones who still play on consoles and the ones who've actually seen breasts and then there is a whole bunch of text underneath it that I very painstakingly transcribed from the blurry image. Would you like to know how they how they tried desperately to uh, double down on this statement? Would love to, because I mean I don't really understand how you can come back from that ever. 3DFX PC accelerators. There's a better way to game. Hey, did you hear the one about the console gamer and the girl? Neither did we. A lesson in love, gentlemen. Chicks don't dig guys who are behind the times. Sorry. But the good news is, when enhanced with a 3DFX Voodoo Graphics Accelerator, the performance and visual effects on your PC will kick the snot out of your console. Thus bringing you ahead of the times. So pick one up. Oh, and lose the headgear. They hate that too. So powerful, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you, you can't come back from that. You know what no. it is with these adverts is, I mean, they are mostly aimed at men. Yes, entirely. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to say people who try to be men because men don't behave like this, and um, they're not even a, like not even a they're not aiming it at a nice person. No. It's like you are purposefully going out to an audience and picking the one that's got the least amount of principles and morals and values and going hey come and play our games um which is very weird i mean i'm assuming that if this comes out like this the people that also made it or at the very least that was in charge of the marketing might have also been like this um but it's like you're attracting a bad crowd that is what it is I mean, you make a good point. I I wonder if a lot of the problems we have in current gamerdom and and fandoms is built out of this idea that this, 20 years ago to 10 years ago, was so encouraged as the norm. And now everyone's like, actually, that's all foul. And then you've got people that are like, well, no, that's that's how I was told to be. This is how I was instructed by gaming adverts. It was okay for me to... To yeah, be like absolutely. this, and now how dare you tell me that I was wrong? Because people don't like being told they're wrong. Um, and yeah, I I think I think like adverts from like the eighties through the twenty 
the tw- uh, the 2000s and maybe into the 2010s really enforced this idea of like yeah this is okay this is this is an okay way of of being i, I think that's I dangerous think it's i think it's absolutely that because there's a reason why like you know tv like older tv shows in the 90s or even in the noughties tv shows films when they mention someone who's a gamer the gamer is always the loser the gamer mm. doesn't ever leave they just sit down and eat all day and play video games they have no life no girlfriend no job and they're essentially losers that's how they're described um, which is it comes from this you've been you've been someone has created an environment for you where it's okay to be like this so then even if you weren't like that you almost become it um to be able to fit in this in this community um because i mean also this sentence right here is not too far from what i would hear as a kid about gamers you know like oh you don't want to be one of those people that waste their lives on video games that kind of thing and i was like this is entertainment this is no different than you sitting down and watching tv some people sit down and waste their lives watching tv i don't watch tv really i play video games so um but this is very much in the kind of realm of what i would hear as a child about video gamers and quite often if i if i ever met like a proper gamer they would often fit into the description of something like that, that would reinforce this that they are this lazy you know person who just sits down all day and has no life and no girlfriend no nothing whatever it is uh, and i'm saying girlfriend because i assume that a majority of these would be straight males oh yeah the, these these adverts are definitely target targeted at yeah straight uh, males st- straight men yeah so yes anyway sp- speaking of adverts targeted at straight men <laughs> St- <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I am sorry. I found a better quality version of this than the, than yeah, I did when uh, I I pitched this uh, episode to you. I'm so I'm so glad I got I get to see this more uh, clearly. <laughs> um, so this is a print advert for the uh, uh, Neo Geo, uh, and it's from a, a magazine in uh, 1991. And the image is okay. Okay. <laughs> it's I'm going to assume it's something like a living room. You can see sort of the edge of a couch and there's a TV with a a, a game on it. I'm going to assume it's a monster, but from where I'm looking it's very phallic looking monster. It's just uh yes, it's a little bit phallic image to be honest. Yeah. But it's got a face at the end. It's got a face or whatever, but you know. Um and there is a man uh leaning back on to the right of the TV and uh they are in what looks like a suity type thing. So they've got like a striped shirt and uh suit trousers uh and it's got glasses and he's holding a console controller and he's playing it by his crotch. <laughs> so he's leaning back and he's got the controller by his crotch and he's looking at the TV. And then to the left of the image there is a woman in her underwear shocker. Um so it's this like white sort of uh nighty type thing. A lingerie, sorry, and then there's like a a lace uh, tiny jacket and she's, you know, uh, white and blonde and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, what society would consider as beautiful, I would say. And... <laughs> I mean, she's got a lot of makeup on if she's going to bed. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Angie. That's how women go to bed. S- sorry. Yeah. So that's sorry that's why women always have wet wipes as pillows isn't it yes sorry. <laughs> yes that's the one yes Me. <laughs> um, um and she's got her hands on her hips uh yeah she's got her hands on her hips and she kind of looks uh a little bit annoyed 
And the tagline reads, I remember when he couldn't keep his hands off me. Um, yes. Um, and the some of the print, I'll read some of the print out. It says, now he's got that Neo Geo. He used to play all night with me. Hot action, fantasy, games, you name it. I'm going to assume this is the woman talking. Yeah. Now he says his Neo Geo gives him more, plus major league sports, ninja warriors, and flamethrowing enemies. Can you do that? He asks. I make my play, but he's glued to Neo Geo's vivid four-dimensional graphics and sixty-five thousand colors. <sighs> yes, that is how one would complain. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's yeah, how she, I complain every day. She'd be so angry. She'd get in, in, right into the specifics <laughs> of the uh, of how the, the the machine works. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I do. I I look up yeah. every single factor and I'm like, oh, how dare you? Oh, yeah. With your sixty-five thousand colors. Has she got any more facts that she's angry about? I don't know. Let's find out. Um, shall I? I'm gonna I'm going to put my annoyed voice on. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I scream, but he doesn't hear me above 15 channels of pure pulsating stereo sound with seven dedicated to real voice speech. He says Neo Geo is the most powerful home entertainment system in the world and that other systems don't even come close. And lately, neither does he. I'll show him. I'll play that Neo Geo and beat the pants off him. I have no word. I have no more words for this. No. Um, no. Also, the the thought that this woman is competing, her this woman and this relationship is competing with a console, a thing that isn't a person. Basically. Yeah, I, I, I also like one of the other things I feel like I really hate in this is that it feels like they've also done the very attractive woman, not very attractive nerdy man trope as well. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah, it just like all of it is just horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's always this weird, like, either-or thing, which is very apparent in this particular ad, of, like, it's the... I mean, I guess overall it would be that you can't have it all thought, you know, the idea, because, you know, you can either play video games or have a relationship, you can't do both. It's exactly what I was saying earlier. Like, you can't do both. It's either he plays the game or, or he has a intimate life with her that both can't exist in the same realm. And, of course it's always depicted as like the man's gone off and now he's having fun and she's left to like essentially manipulate the world around her to try and get his attention because that's all women are and that's really the purpose of our lives and if this was now that woman would be like oh okay bye you know yeah yeah or you know now you know guys would be like well no i can do both (laughs) yeah i can spend time with my girlfriend and also uh you know, do this hobby that I love. Yeah. Um. So it's just um reinforcing everything I hate yeah. that's wrong well, with the video game uh, in video game culture. Yeah. Maybe these people would have things in common before they started dating. It's it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I do love the very the specifics of how she got annoyed. I think. I mean, this is uh, quite. I mean, this is one of those things where this is how a man thinks a woman speaks. Sorry. This, <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but whilst also trying to make a sale of a console, so it's added in the specifics. But this is how this person f- clearly feels like a woman would speak if they're annoyed. 
Um, maybe they've had uh, some sort of weird fantasy about it for themselves and now they're just like, oh, I've got this really great idea for an advert, um, which is not really an advert. No. Because also, it's just, look, it's just so shitty. I mean, I'm going to guess that a lot of... Uh, if if they are targeting this at uh, at men and a predominantly male-sold magazine, a lot of men would have stopped on this page. Yeah, they would. Probably would have read none of the copy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Speaking of uh, naked ladies. Speaking of naked ladies. So this is another print advert, and this is for the game Hitman Blood Money uh, that came out in 2006 for the PS2 Xbox, Xbox 360, and PC. The background of the image is some sort of satin sheet, possibly over a bed or a mattress, something like that. Lying on top of it is a lady in her underwear. She has uh, gold high heel shoes on, and then matching lace bra and what they kind of shorts. Yeah, like short pant things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she's got uh, maybe like a Japanese style Kimono gown yeah. over that that's open so you can see uh, cleavage uh, and down to uh, down to her crotch. Uh, her hair is, she's got blonde hair and sort of, she's a white lady, blonde hair, uh, sort of tussled still very attractively uh, as it splays out behind her onto what is a pillow. And I then we're talking about Andrew. When I fall down, when I'm lying down, I, I my hair falls down perfectly. Like okay. That. Oh, is that just a thing that women? Yeah. Can it's do? also okay. yeah yeah of course. And my hair is usually straight, but when I when I lie down, it curls like it's that. Curly. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah. And then the where it gets where it gets really bad is that there is a bullet wound hole in the center of her head and a small trickle of blood. Uh, dripping down her forehead from that hole and the slogan for the advert reads beautifully executed yes yes it does yeah yes it does yeah i i am very glad that um ioi when they got the franchise back from IDOS um, have been a lot more just what their game is about with the recent yeah. Hitman games because yeah. this is fucking appalling. Yes. Yes, it is, Andrew. Yes, it is. Uh, I don't really like looking at that image. No, no. I mean, like, I can't... I ca it's like, in a way, I can't stop looking at it because it's so ridiculous. But I also don't want to look at it because it's... um. I just don't know... It's it's the extremes, right? You either get this, like, you know, the thing we were talking about earlier about, you know, the nerdy guy with the glasses and, the, you know, like, all of that culture, and then the women are all, like, cleavage and butt and underwear and, and generally the ones who get killed every time. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever heard me talk about L.A. Noir, like, yeah. every, t every time there are cases, you're like, oh, it's a, it's a dead woman. Is it now? Oh, it's a dead naked woman. All right then. Let's let's find out who killed this woman then. This is not a good reflection on male culture. No. At all. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if it's always if you always assume because it's all also guaranteed that most of those cases it was a woman that was dead, but it was a man that killed her. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be somebody somewhere with this advert. They'll be like, "But Hitman's about him assassinating people." 
which is true. And the game, yes, you do have to simulate assassinating people. And in the game, yes, you can go around and kill everyone in the game. But why can't the adverts be about the stealth element of it and about not being discovered doing things? Why does the advert have to be about violence against women? Always, yeah. It's always the it's like always why the way. why is that the the go to of like okay we've got a game, it's about stealth and assassinations and not being caught. How do we sell that to people? I know. Let's shoot a woman in the head. Yeah, which is both uh, shitty in the violence against women side of things, but also just really at this point fucking get a, get some creativity. It's like oh how do we sell something? Oh let's put a naked woman in there. Like it's yeah. just it's the most unimaginative and uncreative way you could sell anything. Yeah. I mean, it works for the for certain people, but it's so like you are the least creative person that exists in this world. People who make these sorts of advert adverts are Yeah. What was this? This was two thousand six. So we're looking at yeah. six sixteen years ago. Yeah. So unimaginative. Like yeah. you've got you've got no ideas. Yeah, fuckity off. Yeah. That's what I say. Yep. The next one is a a television commercial for the N64 uh, from 2000. In the video there's shots of a suburban house in America and the voiceover says, son, life isn't all about money. Now family, health, happiness, those are the important things. And I guess what I'm really trying to say is so far so good. Then it cuts to a shot of the father dressed in women's clothing and the, he's got a long hair wig and the dad turns around and says how much will it cost for you to keep this from your mother and then the advert announcer is like $39.95 that's all you need for a super cool Nintendo 64 <laughs> um, games all bestsellers all players choice hey at these prices maybe you can get two and then it cuts to the kids walking into his grandpa in the bathroom, who's also dressed in women's underwear. And the kids like grandpa. Uh, and then finally, the advert proudly boasts rated E for everyone. <laughs> um, which is offensive in in that. I mean, again, it's toxic male mas like toxic masculinity that the idea that somebody wanting to experiment with a different type of clothes would then need to buy off the kid yeah to um to be able to express themselves you know um i know how will we sell our new uh you know games console or games i know let's let's do something that people feel like is taboo or that is not accepted and let's blackmail children or let's teach children how to blackmail their parents to yeah. to get things yeah um hey kids what you, what can you blackmail your parents over yeah but tell you what when next, next time you have to blackmail them make sure you get a game yeah get, get an n64 yeah ridiculous wow Whew. yeah i mean um not only do you attract shitty uh, shitty customer and fan base 
but you're also educating kids to do this because I, you know, assume that this advert would have been available for kids to see as well because really yeah. that's that's their target audience. Yeah. I have no more thoughts on that one. That was quite scarring to watch. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not fun. It's not. It's not an advert you come out going, "Well, oh, that was that was fun and uplifting." It looks like a N64 is a great great load of fun. You just come out of it going, "Oh God, that's." That's awful. Here's how you can learn how to manipulate other people. Oh, that's, that yeah. just, seems, just seems really sad. It doesn't make me feel happy at all. And it's one of those things that really, really accurately represents everything that was allowed before. And I mean, in a way, it's a, you know, a, a great thing to see how far we've come that this would never be accepted right now. If, I, I believe that some people would make something like this, but I believe it also wouldn't be accepted now because I see things, you know, old adverts all the time in other ways that have this sort of thing you know where it goes oh blackmail your parents or uh you know like you know like old films we were talking about this old films will have this like woman love being grabbed and kissed out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> kind of idea that was used to be is is a very like 90s and noughties thing um that was accepted and that's not and this is a very perfect example of one of those things ridiculous Shall we do this last one together? Sure thing. This is a 2006 advert. Another 2006 advert. Bloody hell, 2006. What were you... What's going on? I know. I'm I'm kind of interested to see what was happening in other media kind of um, platforms. <laughs> yeah. For this so to this... be the theme of games. It must have been everywhere else too. Yeah, this is a, a PSP advert uh, that was seen in the Netherlands. It was a billboard advert there. I, I mean, I don't remember seeing this advert uh, in the UK uh, so I imagine that it might have launched in the Netherlands got the inevitable shitstorm that it did and then was quietly cancelled as a campaign entirely yep um, yeah so in this image it's got a uh, pitch black background and it's got what looks like two women I can't know for sure um but yeah, based, uh, based, yeah, I think based I think on just how they look, uh, I have no idea how they identify. But what looks like two women, and the woman on the right is a white woman with like like platinum white slash blonde hair, like really, really like almost glowy in this image. She's very, very uh white, very pale, uh, and she is dressed in a white trousers. And what I assume is a, a white cropped jacket that doesn't quite close. So it's got some pieces of what looks like maybe string or rope, not even closing it, but just holding it shut so that you can see cleavage and, you know, belly and all sorts. So it's essentially, you can see the middle of her. And she's got this uh, necklace uh, that hangs down in between her breast area that uh, looks like almost like a rope knot. It's quite loose. But uh, on in the image, it looks like a rope, like almost like a noose made out of jewellery and it's hanging down um, her neck and then she looks quite intense and uh, menacing and she's got her hand out and she's grabbing the other woman's face and the uh, woman on the left is a black woman with uh, short afro hair and is dressed in a black shirt and I'm going to assume also maybe black trousers um, and is looking up at the white woman quite scared and this uh, is an advert for PSP and it says PSP white is coming yep 
how is this a thing that exists? Yeah, um, dotted around the screen are the uh, are the functions of the PSP. So you've got uh, movies and music and photos and game and internet. Yay! Who the fuck uh, cares? Look at your advert. And this this was uh, this was a series of photos that they did. Yeah. Um. So when uh, the the image we just described was the one that was on the billboard that uh, initially became a thing on the internet. It sort of blew up. Somebody posted a photo of the billboard in situ, and people were very quick to be like, "What the actual fuck, Sony? This is no. This is not right." It's racist. God. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. You've got a rope around your neck. You're a white woman holding a black woman's face, and you're advertising a PSP white. Saying white is coming. White yeah. is coming. Like, shut the fuck up. Sony said that it was part of a larger campaign and had been taken out of context. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then, not that, really. then, yeah. No, then the whole thing was just shut down. I mean, like, I've got the rest of the images from the shoot um, from the campaign. Um, in our document here and it is like each of them is just the um, the women fighting uh, so there's the next one the uh, white woman is um, holding uh, the black woman from the back of the head by the hair the black woman's holding her arm to try and stop her the one below that she's still being held by the back of the head but she's got a fist balled up to punch the white woman uh, and the last one uh, has uh, the black woman on top of the uh the white woman grabbing her shirt whilst her face is still being held by the white woman. It's just... Yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. Just awful. I just cannot fathom at what point in the process of making this advert did everyone in the room just go, fucking nailed it. Yeah, yeah this is this is all fine. Yep. This is all fine. And, he, and also, even the images of the um all of the images they're not they're not as sexual as you would have like in a you know like a mud fight but they're pretty much posed in in that way yeah the the black woman is more modest modestly dressed than the, uh, yeah. Than the white woman yeah um the white woman is like her middle's completely open and she's yeah uh, white pres- white supremacy everyone yeah get itchy get in the bin and piss yeah. off Yes, uh, hello PlayStation making bad decisions just, and yeah. reinforcing everything that's wrong with the world. Um, yes. They're just awful images to look at. They, re- they really are. Like, all of it is awful to look at. Like, some of the stuff... That, I mean, that there is uh, there is stuff here that Andrew hasn't put in because it's so much to talk about. Um, and, you know, if... I know, I'm not sure that this would need a part two, but if you're listening oh. and you would... and you want to... Uh, no more. Maybe we can post more. Uh, I don't think that we'll be doing another episode about it because they are quite awful and yeah. uh, we don't really want to be talking about it any more than we need to. But we can always share the other videos. Some of them, there are some really horrendous ones. There's a more PS. There's another PSP one, isn't there? Which is really horrendous as well. It's, a, it's like a video. Oh yeah, the one with the um, the me- Mexican sounding. The Mexican sounding dust, dust balls. balls. Yeah, 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 and uh, like just really shitty adverts. Um, but yes, but you know, I mean, the, the thing with an advert, print or otherwise, is that you should be able to see an image, regardless of any text, any indication of what that product is, and know exactly what that product is. Like, if you see a poster with Mario on it, 
like he's a recognizable character like if you took all of the information about psp off of this image and all you're seeing is those two women like yeah, it tells me nothing you're you're not going to be like psp you know like yeah. or, or, or playstation like no. i don't yeah you don't all you're seeing is racism yeah and and that's fucking appalling marketing if your product can't sell itself independent of prejudice. context yeah yeah or prejudice like if yeah. if that's what you're uh, hinging on because like, most of these adverts they're hinging on prejudice which is generally i mean it's actually against everyone obviously it's mostly against women but also against men because are men like this not really like this is a very particular i'm going to call it strand of men because it's like a disease that feel like they have to behave like this or encourage other people to behave like this and this is not how the world works this is it's really bad like it's making me really upset looking at these images so i'm going to scroll down uh and yeah i would say if you're listening uh again we're gonna post these in our discord we'll we will put a thing over it so that you have to consent to seeing it so you don't accidentally look at it but also if you're quite easily impressionable i would say probably listening to it is quite enough yeah. Uh, you get a good picture of, of what we're talking about uh, so you absolutely don't have to engage with any of this uh, and uh, yeah please don't if you know you're quite easily offended by these things because I know that some topics are quite sensitive yeah. um, and this is quite offensive so that'd be my recommendation but you know sadly there are many many more adverts like this especially during the games of for boys and 2000s quote unquote lad eras and everyone is to blame for this shit but these things they come and they go sometimes with the right amount of condemnation and sometimes without anyone batting an eye because it was on trend with the attitudes of the time mostly the products mentioned here survived and you've likely heard of them i'm not sure what our ultimate takeaway from all this is these were all decisions made by groups of people who signed off on it. Were they just for shock or notoriety? Free press for something a bit controversial? There's definitely no excuse now for targeting groups for the sake of a joke or to sell a video game. And only time will tell if any lessons have been learned, really. And that's how I finished the script. And yet, just last night, uh, at time of recording, we saw the new advert... For Mad Cat's CAT9 controller. I don't know if they say it's Cat control, Cat9 controller. I don't know. It's C.A.T.9. Wireless controller. The advert starts with a naked woman seen from behind playing video games on the sofa. Then at a desk playing on PC with some windows in front of her so everyone can see her, presumably. Then she's at a bar with some bottles of liquor, still playing with the controller. And then we see a man, a dressed man, trying to play a game on his phone unsuccessfully. The naked lady comes to him, he does react like he's never seen her before, and hands him the controller and says, you've got to go naked. There's some info about the product, you see some fighting game, and then the shirtless man on the sofa, happy because now he's good at games. After the product splash screen, the naked lady has some coffee, and then we watch her legs as she walks away on her tiptoes. And this was last night. This and also, I would night. say that the way he looks at her is not uh, as if he's not seen her before, because he is absolutely looking her up and down. Oh, yes. Like, he, his initial reaction was like, why is there a naked lady here? Then it's like, oh, a naked lady. Oh, a naked lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, can see I yeah. can see her nippers. And this is 
2022 people yeah. and people are still so uncreative like get a fucking job you know all the times that arts people are getting told to retrain in other things maybe these people should <laughs> yeah i mean th this this controller's usb apparently is that it's transparent you can see into the, like there's fucking billions of transparent controllers yeah it's not new you're not new you're no. not new you're no. not original you're unimaginative your adverts are shit. I hope this product tanks. And I really do. Like, I really want the product to tank so badly that they learn the lesson the hard way. That's really where I'm at in life right now. Yeah, uh, there is no <laughs> excuse. The hashtags for the um, for the Twitter version of it were Bluetooth, wireless, controller, iOS, Android, Windows, new wireless, turbo, eight hours, motion sensor, Windows PC, mad cats, naked. Cool. That's not a selling point. That's not a selling point. I think beyond anyone selling lingerie, there's no reason why uh, women should be naked trying to sell your shit. No. Like, your product must be so shit that you require on thousands of years of prejudice towards women uh, and having her naked on the screen to sell your product. I mean, I, s I still can't quite work out why she was at a bar, but... I, I never put clothes on when I go to the bar, Andrew. Uh, when you go to the bar to play video games, yeah. Tip, so. Yeah, to do video games that I always yeah. walk on my yeah, tiptoes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Fair. Cool. This was last night, everyone. Uh, <sighs> also, I've just realised what the the joke is with the cat nine. You know, like if it's a dog, it's canine. Oh. Uh, they can't even do that right. It doesn't mean anything. I anyway, it. yeah, it's just... Um, I hate it. Don't buy Mad Cats. Cat Don't buy Mad Cats. We are boycotting Mad Cats Boo. controller. Boycott Boo. this right now. <laughs> Boo. Um, yes, we hate it. We hate it all. And we want better for our gaming community and our people of the world than this uh, prejudice, really. Yes. Towards everyone, because it's like the women are the targets, but everyone is affected, really. Yes. Should we move on to something happy now? Yes, please. I would love to move on to something happy. Okay, bye. No time for being happy, Viv. I've got a new section. Oh, a new no. section of the show for you. A new section called The Internet is Awful and I Hate It. Oh, more, more awful internet. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, yeah, I just... I mean, I basically, I just want to say that I, I hate how people choose to use the internet. Um... I may have mentioned on numerous occasions from the moment I wake up to the moment I go back to sleep that Return to Monkey Island is coming out this year. You have indeed, and I and think I'm, no sleep will be had until it comes out and you can play it. And I'm fucking excited. So, we did talk at one point when we were talking about the game that um, there was uh, some discontent from some people about the art style Yeah. about the game. So the uh, the creator of uh, Monkey Island, uh, Ron Gilbert, posted the following message on his blog uh, just a couple of days ago at the time of recording. I'm shutting down comments. People are just being mean and I'm having to delete personal attack comments. It's an amazing game and everyone on the team is very proud of it. Play it or don't play it, but don't ruin it for everyone else. I won't be posting any more about the game the joy of sharing has been driven from me. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. I when just... you take someone's joy in something that they have created 
with your opinion, with your shitty opinions that no one cares about. That's really sad. But you're also talking about a community of people who have been clamouring for this game for 30 years, for Ron to come back and, to all intents and purposes, tell his final... his uh, end of his trilogy, for him to do a third game and finally finish out the story and reveal the secret of Monkey Island and all of that stuff. And people are just like, I want to Monkey Island, let's Ron Gilbert do a Monkey Island. And then the man does it in secret for two years, announces it, going, I'm finally doing it, everyone. And everyone's like, fuck off, look at that, it's ugly, we don't want it, we hate you, and now we're going to personally attack everyone. Yep, that sounds what like the, the internet. Oh, the internet is awful and I hate it, Viv. Yeah, I, I, I just it's like the internet as people, because it can be a wonderful place for sharing things, and it affords us so many of the wonderful things that we have now, but... It's, it also it makes people really brave because you wouldn't stand and do that to their face because you'd get taken away. <laughs> you'd call the yeah. police. Like it's it's really like an internet thing. Yeah, it's an like unacceptable way of behaving. Um, that when people have a different opinion, that only their only their opinion could be correct. Uh, yeah. And if they wanted a different animation style, that they they couldn't have just said, oh, you know, a constructive. I would have hoped it was something different. But you know, also respecting an artist's decision to make yeah. what he made. But no, it ha- everything has to be an insult or a death threat or something demeaning and, you know, obviously including lots of prejudice and swear words. Yeah, it's like we said at the beginning, you know, shrug and move on. Indeed. It's not for me. Yeah. Play something else. Yep. Go. Don't be a dick. Yep, you still got the old games, go play those. There's yeah. lots of new games, go play those and you literally just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And for the absolute record, as if it needs saying, and I only speak for myself here because I... I don't speak on behalf of Viv. I fucking love the new art style. As a fan of Knights and Bikes who waited years oh, to be able beautiful. to play that, yep. having the that art style and that artist do the monkey art, like, I'm so excited. Like I, I said, I showed Viv yesterday that I've changed the yeah, background, you did. Of, background of my phone to the um, to the um, key art from from the new game so yeah no, the game looks beautiful i mean you, your your excitement alone makes me excited <laughs> uh, it really does because i mean even like when i've watched you play the old one i don't necessarily feel like that pull to play it but your excitement makes me really excited and actually when looking at the trailer i would absolutely play that fucking game with no context whatsoever that there's you know if, if you weren't here to tell me that there were two other games true you but know i would just look at it and go that looks cool i'm gonna go play that but remember, you've got a PS3 now. You can borrow one and two. I can borrow one and two, and I have yeah. watched you play. play. Two, yeah. yeah, so yeah, um, yeah you, you, yeah, you'll remember everything. It's fine. Sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> but is it Ron, the person who made? Yeah, Ron Gilbert. Yeah, Ron. You probably never hear this, but no, um, we love you. If we love you, and um, we hope that your joy is returned to you soon, because you should be very proud of of what you made and all the things you've provided for this community. Yeah. And fuck those people that cannot make a game or anything themselves. But that's not all, Viv. Oh, there's more. The internet decided to be awful about something else as well. Oh, goody. So there was a rumour what went round, which is meaningless until it becomes something, that there was going to be a God of War Ragnarok reveal on the 30th of June. Right. uh, To announce the game's release and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It didn't happen because... It was a rumour, yeah. So, because the internet is awful and I hate it, people 
to which I mean men, started sending dick pics to one of the Ragnarok devs, a female cinematics producer, oh in quote-unquote exchange for information about the release date for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, As if that's your fucking currency. Yeah. Like, no woman has ever asked for an unsolicited dick pic anyway, let alone you going, oh, you can have the viewing pleasure of looking at my dick if only you will tell me what the release date is for this. This is ridiculous. Like, you are so confident with your penis that you think you can use it to get things. Uh, yeah, gross trouser worm. Um, <laughs> I'm so going to take that with me. <laughs> gross trouser worm. Yes, so she called this out on social media and then Corey Balrog, who's the producer and the director of the last game, and he also did God of War 2, back in the day uh he tweeted the following i cannot believe i have to say this but don't fucking send dick pics to anyone on this team or anyone in this industry for that matter they are busting their ass to make something for you to enjoy show some fucking respect i mean yes that's ridiculous there's no reason ever to be sending anyone like, unsolicited I, nudes of i really think anybody. i really think we're going to get to a point where game devs and stuff just don't engage and like yeah. all of this stuff that we've had for a while of like people being excited about the game showing their games like i just think people will just stop doing it and just yeah which is a real shame because you yeah know, especially lately actually we've had maybe like a couple of months where you've been on social media and posting something and the dev has engaged with us yeah. and they've you know taken the time to you know, talk to a really small stream community like us and, and make us excited about their games. Sometimes things that we may not have even heard of or, you know, and just and just being really sweet and, you know, keeping us excited. And then people like that really ruin it because it, it does really take the fun out of those, of those moments. And it means that, you know, even if the devs keep engaging in the future, it'll be a case of like hiring someone to sift through those things because they won't, they won't do it personally. And really that's the reason why we love it is because we know they're, it's them, but at and some they, point someone's going to... Ext- yeah, and they care, yeah, and they want us to also care and to be involved, but at some point that's going to be handed to a third party who can deal with all of that shit because they, they won't want to, which is, yeah. which is fair enough because why would you... Yeah, that's very sad, but also I guess the most visually extreme representation of how our society runs in that if you do... Uh, if you are someone who identifies as a male... You feel entitled to a lot of things because of your soggy trouser worm. That wasn't the one. That, that wasn't what you said, was it? But I'm calling D- it a soggy trouser worm now. <laughs> I think I said dirty trouser worm. Yeah. Well, it's soggy now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. it's really a reflection of how our society is running. And it's changing, but um, very, very slowly. And um, there are still a generation of people that behave like this and are teaching their children to behave like this which is a real shame those places like the internet become a real um unpoliced space where they can let out all of their prejudice that's enough of the internet is awful and i hate it for one day i want to go and cry now yeah i will join you Okay, Andrew. Yes. Let's move on from all of that awful stuff. Yes. Uh, that should be binned. And let's move on to stuff that we are actually looking forward to. 
Dang. Uh, I know that I've brought nothing to the table. Oh, you've so been on holiday. I've been on holiday, uh, so I've not I've not looked at this very much. So why don't you tell us what you're looking forward to? I will, and while I'm talking, I want you to I want you to watch it as well because I, I want to hear what you think about this. So I want to talk about uh, Lorelai and the laser eyes. Uh, we talked about this a little, a little bit with Playbeat Delete on her Discord, uh, which was announced at the recent Nintendo Direct. Uh, it's coming to the Switch on consoles first. Uh, it's also coming to PC, and I think it will come to other consoles at some point. But here is a description from the Steam page. The stage is set. Imagine an old Baroque manor, perhaps a hotel or a museum. Somewhere in Central Europe, a woman wanders in search of answers. An international auteur? What does he want? An aristocratic artist? Who killed her? A vagabond illusionist? Who is he? And you, a wandering woman, why are you here? Watch carefully, observe, numbers, patterns, puzzles. Are they all part of a macabre game? A complot? A simple treasure hunt? We invite you to take a journey into the nightmarish surreality and answer these questions to solve the enigma of Lorelei and the laser eyes. Wow, wow, wow. That was some advert you just made for them. Thank sounds you. really cool. It does, yeah. Numbers, looks patterns, puzzles, I'm in. There's puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like a... A uh, really stylish black and white um, puzzle adventure game, I would cool. say. It okay. Yeah, it looks... It gets a really stylish trailer. Like, if it, it would be a real shame if it doesn't live up to how good the trailer's cut. Yeah, it just looks good. You can watch it. Um, I am going to watch it. I was just uh, looking at the uh, thumbnail and stuff, and it looks like one of those um, murder mystery kind of yeah. trailer things. Yeah, I'm going to watch it now, bear with. Okay. One advert later. Oh. Oh, I like. Looks good, doesn't it? Oh, I like it. I like it. I really like it. I, um... Oh, I want to play it now. Why is this say 2023? <laughs> I've just... Uh, since playing Call of the Sea, I've mm -hmm. just been really wanting puzzle games. Like, I want to solve puzzles, and that uh, looks like... Kind of a really like dark and mysterious puzzly thing. I really want to. Um, I want to play it. Got me twenty twenty three going. Yeah, I'll um, I'll send you some other suggestions for puzzle games. Yes, please. Um, I would love to play some puzzle games. I want yeah. to do some big brain things in between running away from Nemi. So yes, yes, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. It's out at some point. It's going to be first on Switch and PC, and then some other time on other stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah, it looks good. So go and check it out, like Viv did. She went and checked it out, and she was like, yep. Yep, doing that. Uh, no one uh, immediately tried to add it to the wish list, then can't. <laughs> so, TBC on that one, peeps. Thank you for listening, everyone. We appreciate it very much. If you would like, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter on at GameWithSquishy. And if you'd like to support us, uh, you can make a donation for as little as the price of a cup of coffee on our Kofi page and that's ko-fi.com slash the squishy stream please join us on our discord to chat about the show and for some supplemental information from each episode we will a little reluctantly post the adverts mentioned in this episode on the discord soon 
If you'd like to check that out, come and join us. And if you'd like to ask us a question for the surprise question, you can do so on our Discord or by using the hashtag AskASquishy on Twitter. Seen any weird gaming news? Put a link in the Discord. We'd love to see it. We can talk about it in a future episode. Thank you again for listening, everyone. Thank you, Squishies. Bye-bye. Bye, Squishies. Bye-bye-bye. She did.